everybody, welcome to the Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast. My name is Amber and today I want to talk about marriage and kids and telling the person that you want that and telling the person that you don't want that and how to communicate about that and whether you should date somebody who possibly doesn't want it and all of that stuff. Before I get into that, I want to share with you that I have a free guide called Copy and Paste Texts for when he's pulling away or acting flaky. And there's going to be a link for that in the show notes. Also, we are at 89 reviews online uh, on iTunes. And thank you so much again to the people who have been leaving reviews. Um, My goal is to get to 100 reviews and that's not very far away. So if you would like to leave a review, um, what you would need to do is search for the podcast as if you're looking for a new podcast. So type in Women's Dating and Confidence Podcast, then click on it and scroll down and you'll see the review section. And there you can leave a rating or review. And like I've said before, I always check it because I love to see the reviews. It's so rewarding for me. And I'm so excited because now that there are more reviews, I started reaching out to some really fascinating guests and people that have influenced me in dating and love and relationships. And I have requested that they come onto the podcast and some people already said yes. So you're going to see some really awesome people on the podcast soon. So thank you so much for supporting that as well. I also just want to share with you that I did a really fun story on Instagram where I asked people what was their least uh, or like what was the dating advice that they're most tired of hearing and I got some really funny responses and I was sharing them so I posted it as a static story on my Instagram page which is just Amber Grubenman is my handle Um, and those are kind of fun to look through and Yeah, I'm glad that none of it is like advice that I give on this podcast. Um, If you're tired of hearing any of my advice, I I hope that's not the case, but let me know. Let me know what's annoying to you. Um, You're like, Amber, if you talk about overwatering the plant one more episode. (laughs) So anyways, thank you to everybody who is connecting there and giving me awesome ideas for the podcast. Okay, let's get into the episode that was so crazy. As soon as I like, I paused the recording and then a wave of anxiety came through my stomach. And then now I'm going <laughs> to share with you. Um, so my boyfriend and I broke up. Uh, some of you know that I spoke about him from the episode Love Achingly, probably like 20, 30 episodes back. And we met in Santa Barbara And we fell for each other pretty quickly, but I got a job offer to work with Dr. Aziz here in Portland. And I only knew him for two weeks, so I was also really excited about the job, and I did end up moving here. So once I moved here, we briefly broke up for like a week, and then we started talking again, and one thing led to another, and we were doing a long-distance relationship for several months. And I'd visit him, and he visited me, and it was actually really nice. Um, Last week, we were trialing living together. Um, I went there for two weeks, and we were kind of seeing what that would be like. And I was also trialing it to see if it would work for me to work remotely. 
and Aziz was trialing it <laughs> to see if it would work for him too because I let him know that this relationship is really important to me and we're considering um, like solutions to be closer together. So <clears throat> then I was there and I went back home and we were reflecting on a question that has come up many times throughout our relationship which was do i want kids because he certainly does want kids and i certainly want marriage i'm not certain about kids and before this relationship i really never thought about it it never came up um i don't know how that happened but never came up in past relationships maybe because i was younger because i had time and then um the person i was dating is also eight years older than me and just at a different phase in their life and so it was first of all a certainty for him and also just the phase of his life that he felt he was going to be ready for it soon and he wanted to be with somebody who was also ready for it soon or just ready for it at some point <laughs> um and so i had to consider do i want kids i don't know i never thought about it before I definitely don't want kids right now. I liked working at a primary school for a year. I really loved that. But I also never really felt a pull to have kids. And so we had this conversation many times throughout our relationship. And I was never really sure. And what I realized after the two weeks was that my uncertainty didn't really come from an internal tug of war of like one part of me really wants kids and the other part really doesn't it came more from a tug of war between i really don't feel the pull for for kids internally but i really love this person and i really want to be with this person and like that was my conflict and in addition there was also a logical aspect which was well, people tell me all the time your hormones just kick in at a certain age or you just wake up one day and babies are really cute and you want one. <laughs> um, or your other logical things like you're going to be old and lonely or like it's the most important thing you can do. And just like outside influences that weren't coming from my internal intuition of what I really felt drawn to or pulled towards or inspired to do at this stage in my life. So anyways, I came home and I had some time to reflect and I was looking up other dating coaches and love coaches because of what I told you earlier, which is that I want to bring more people on here. And one of the blogs that I was looking at was evanmarkkatz.com, and he has a podcast called The Love You Podcast. And I haven't actually heard his podcast, but I was just checking him out. And while I was on his website, I was scrolling a little, and there was an article called Should I Go Out With Men Who Don't Know If They Want Kids? So I was curious, <laughs> and I was reading it, and he basically shared that he was on the other side of it where he really wanted kids. He always knew that he wanted marriage and kids. So I'll actually read you part of his blog post. So he said, 
Then there are men like you described. Maybe they already had a kid. Maybe they're undecided. There's nothing inherently wrong with them. Everyone has the right to be confused or ambivalent or want to see if they get inspired by the right woman. The issue is when a woman knows she wants children and hitches herself to the train of an ambivalent guy. There's a 50% chance that if those two people fall in love, move in together and get married, that the unsure slash no preference guy will prefer to not have children. So is it possible that the other 50% of men do decide to become fathers when they meet the right woman? Sure. Is that something you want to take a chance on as a potential mother? Hell no. (laughs) So when I read that, it became really clear to me that being in this relationship or at least taking big steps like moving forward and moving in together and that kind of stuff was not the right thing to do and it wasn't the kindest thing to do either and so we mutually (laughs) decided to break up because he also shared that maybe you would change your mind in like six years from now i could wait that long but if i were with you for six years and then you were still a no and a definite no i would feel devastated and i think for women that's the same just anybody who really knows that they want kids um, and you're waiting for somebody to change their mind or make up their mind it would be really painful to not share the same vision as somebody and that's ultimately what it's about because part of compatibility is not just the qualities that you have in common it's also the vision that you have in common so that is part one of this episode (laughs) thank you for listening um and the second part of this episode is i wanted to talk about not playing it cool if you do want that Very often, we feel like we have to play that down. We have to not talk about those things on the first day or the second day. We have to not share it with too much excitement because then the person feels like scared or pressured. And I think all of that advice is really harmful. So I was working with a client recently and she was sharing with me that on dates, Well, first of all, she wants marriage and kids. That is part of her vision for her future. And on dates, she felt like men get scared off by that. And men often date younger women because they're afraid of that kind of commitment and that kind of pressure from women. And the way that belief would show up for her is that she would really play it cool and not share the truth of her desire fully with men that she was dating. And so what I shared with her was that, first of all, there are few ways that you can share your desire for kids. One way is playing it cool and being neutral, or by the way, marriage or kids, either one, or anything else that you really want in the future. This actually applies to all of those things. So you can share your vision of the future with a neutral tone, with a kind of chill, like, oh, I I could take it or leave it, I don't want to freak you out kind of attitude. And that's not going to be very influential. First of all, you might attract somebody who also doesn't feel very excited by that vision or even can sense that you do want that 
and see that you're not very excited or lit up by that and not feel like they want to be a part of that vision because you're not really selling it. (laughs) So that's one way. Another way, which often people think is the opposite way, is like, yeah, no, I'm tired of waiting around and I don't want to waste my time and that kind of thing. And coming from a very strong or even impatient or angry energy like yeah listen this is what I want and I'm not going to waste my time and I'm just going to let you know that up front and do you want that or not (laughs) so that's another kind of energy and it's also not really going to have the impact that you want because it scares people that's pressuring and scary The third option is to share your vision about the future, about marriage, about kids with passion and delight and excitement and without attachment to that particular person fulfilling that vision with you. And by the way, if he thinks on the first date that you're talking about him, he can get over himself. (laughs) Like... Obviously, we're not talking about him yet. (laughs) If we're sharing that we want kids and marriage in the future on the first date, and he's like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like, listen, I wasn't talking about you. Relax. Um, But to illustrate that point, I shared with her a story that just happened with me recently. So I was on a plane, and I it was just like an hour and a half flight, and this guy sat next to me. And he put his arm on my same armrest. I was like, I am not moving my arm. Um, But anyways, he started talking to me. I was like, okay, took one earbud out. And then we started talking. I was like, oh, this guy's pretty cool. I took both earbuds out. And we ended up talking for the entire flight. And he's a single guy. And he found out that I'm a dating coach. And he was really awesome. He was smart and um, really passionate about his career and traveled a lot and um, had a lot of great friendships. It sounded like he told me that him and his guy friends sit around a table and drink whiskey and just talk about what to text girls back on Tinder for hours. Like, what's the perfect text? I was like, I have to tell my listeners that we all do that too. Um, So anyways, we were talking for a long time about a lot of things and he asked me, do you want marriage? Do you want kids? And so I shared kind of my opinion on the kids thing and I told him, oh, first he answered the question and he said, yeah, you know, like it's not that important to me. In fact, I actually think I could be polyamorous because I really don't get jealous Um, and that was something I was considering as well. He's like, what about you? Do you think you could just settle with one person for the rest of your life? And I was like, hell yeah. (laughs) And I went on literally for like five minutes. I was like, I'm so excited to do that because being with one person, first of all, if I get married, that means that I found somebody who I have such a strong friendship connection with, such strong chemistry with who matches me on so many levels that I actually have the thought that we could do this for life so that significance feels significant (laughs) to me 
And when you choose one person, it's like this one thing that you pour everything into and therefore it becomes the most special thing in the world to you. And I told him that just in general, I'm really a growth-oriented person. So to me, a relationship means the greatest opportunity to grow and to learn and to communicate and to like to work through every single thing that prevents you from fully loving somebody, another human who's completely different than you. And then there's just all the fun and the experiences that you can have together and like when I think about getting married, that's like I'm excited about it. I'm delighted by it. And then I told him like, honestly, I'm not in a rush though. Like if I'm going to be with somebody the rest of my life, I don't need to do that like right now. And I also really appreciate the single experience and feel like worthy and whole as a single person. So it's not about adding value to me. It's more about creating something of value with another person. So I like loaded him up with my vision of marriage and what that meant to me. Oh, and then I also told him like, you know, I'm not super excited about like the wedding part of it. Like that's not what I really think about, but I do think about getting proposed to. And I want to be like shocked to tears and I want it to be a big deal and all of that stuff. And he was like, wow, it sounds like a lot of pressure for the guy. I was like, yeah. (laughs) Um, But it was so funny because after I finished sharing all of that, he was like, I want that. (laughs) He was like, like, that sounds good. Like he changed his answer. And it wasn't like, oh, what you just said sounded so good. He was actually changing his mind. He was like, yeah, like, I I could see that for me. Like, five minutes ago, you were talking about being polyamorous and having seven wives. What happened? So the point is, you can't change somebody. So if that innate desire is not there for them at all, if it's not intrinsic, then, I mean, it wouldn't even be kind to try and change their intuition or desire if it's not authentic to them but if part of them wants it and part of them is scared or they're open to it and they might want that or they just haven't really thought about it then we can definitely have an influence on how somebody perceives that vision as well and when we share it so fully and boldly we attract the people who also have that vision they're like you like you have that vision me too and you're that excited about it oh my god me too so we attract people with our excitement so if somebody else also has that vision how are they going to know that we have the same vision as them if we're not open about it and boldly open about it if we're hiding it if we're dimming it if we're playing it cool if we're pretending we don't care how are they going to know where you are and where to find you and that you're on the same path together? So I hope that this podcast will encourage you to be a little bit more bold with sharing your vision and sharing it with excitement and enthusiasm. And at the same time, understanding that that doesn't mean the guy you're on a date with right now is going to be that person. In fact, part of what's so attractive about your vision for the future is that 
it's inspirational to the right guy. The right guy will see that and it will be a part of what he wants to work towards and create with you, what he wants to invest in. So it's kind of like having a big dream for your career and then feeling like you want to put in the effort and the time and the work to create it. And so if you have a compelling vision for your future and it's something that's attractive to him and you're compatible on other levels as well, he will see it as an inspiring mountain to climb. (laughs) All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you played a little bit less cool and I'm really excited to hear how that goes on your dates. Have an amazing day.